0: All right, here we go, this week's episode of The Musings of Dirtbag Duke. Where should we start this week? So it's been interesting, uh, a lot of... I've I've spoke about this before, I guess, a little bit, and... um, but I've seen it a few more times where people are flexing. Uh, It's kind of a... I don't know if you want... Anyway, they're flexing by taking pictures of the receipt at a restaurant, and they're putting a... A huge tip on a thousand dollar tip or a five hundred dollar tip or six hundred dollar tip or whatever it is, you know, on their tab on their bill, and then they're taking a picture of it, you know, and posting it. The and the interesting part of it, one of the interesting parts of it, I should say, is that it's Most of the time, if not a majority of the, majority of the time vast majority of the time it's always the customer copy and uh and then there's been some other you know quirks with that things are blurred out or whatever you can't see and and whatnot and so you know if if you, in these situations. i guess you know maybe it's just better off just to let them go or and you know not worry about it and draw attention to it and whatever um but in in, in uh, several of these where somebody had called um bs on somebody trying to uh, flex like that um and then they're being called a hater because you know that they, they're calling BS on on this on this flex that, that seems to be seems to be fake. Uh, I I don't find that being a hater. If you're calling BS on somebody like that, um, if you know if you are pretty sure about it, you know I, I would I wouldn't wouldn't be calling that a being a hater. I think that's just kind of an a you know, typical a typical response to somebody who's you know, in that situation. First of all, I guess it it doesn't you know, why do you got to flex like that? Okay? If you're going to honestly do something like that, you know, you you it's cooler, it's it's um more I don't know what the word I want to use, but it's just it's just way better just to Leave your tip, whatever that is, and walk away. You don't have to flex about it. It's not necessary to flex about it. Okay, if you got to flex about it, then to me, I, I just really question your, your, the motivation and why you're leaving such a a big tip. Um, but it's it's BS, and and okay to call out BS. You know, with this fake it till you make it kind of deal. It's crap. Fake it till you make it is crap. Um, and, you know, if you're in a situation and, and the moment uh, hits you and you feel a sense that you, you need to leave a, a bigger than normal tip, then do it. But you don't have to sit there and brag about, flex about it on social media. To me, that takes all the effectiveness out of your desire to do that, you know. And the other thing is, like, they're doing it on these, on these, you know, $30 um, bills and at, you know, Hooters or um, Twin Peaks or whatever. And it's just, I don't know, it's just weird. It seems weird. Um, and not making judgment, I guess, on the people that, they say that that a waitress at one of those establishments wouldn't need, couldn't be in need of, you know, extra money or whatever. But you know, just just the whole around thing just seems weird, and and I think it's okay for for people to call out BS because it's just just not necessary to be flexing like this, you know, just for attention. The other the other thing is is that staying in that social media realm is is. You know this. Come back to people. Stay stay in your lane, especially with, um, you know certain people, um, athletic or athletes and and things like that. Um, and I just thought this, this caught me kind of funny the other day. Um, Lenny Dykstra, I think it was Lenny Dykstra, was was tweeting about something, and and somebody didn't like it and didn't have any better response. So for them, you know, stay in their lane was the best they can do. To me, that's just a lane response. Um, whether or not we agree with what somebody says, um, you know, it, it's no different than, than, you, than this person who said that. You know, that if you come back to them and say, stay in, in their lane. So let's so, so say this person is a um, a mechanic um, or a doctor or or whatever, and... They're talking about something outside of their quote-unquote realm of expertise, or realm of knowledge, or whatever, and or saying that hey, you cannot talk about anything outside of your realm of of your expertise, because that, therefore you're going to be outside of your lane, um, doesn't make any sense, and you know sure that's easy to say, um, to me though that but that's just a a lame comeback or lame response to. When somebody has a you know has or their opinion they're i guess you know obviously they're entitled to their opinion they can you know say things outside of their realm i mean like in this case you know Lenny can talk about things outside of the realm of baseball you know baseball um was and is a a big part of of his life, but that's not the only things then that he could be able to to discuss on social media that anything outside of that is outside of his quote-unquote lane doesn't make any sense and again you know that's another one just to call bs on because it's it's not true um you know you you are able to have an opinion outside of of those things right or wrong of what other people believe so i just find that funny that seems like to be the one uh, that people like to uh, throw out there when they don't have anything else better to, to rebut somebody's opinion or comments on. I did I did have, I keep on forgetting to talk about this one. I did have an opportunity when the opening weekend to go out and see 007 movie. And I honestly have to admit I've never watched, so I've never had uh, the opportunity to watch a 007 movie. Uh, start to finish and so this would be this was my first time and the thing is though that and nothing you know i, I i'm not a, one who really got into 007 movies I'll, I'll admit that um you know i've watched bits and pieces of them but never have had the opportunity to watch a complete movie because i just couldn't just couldn't get into it enough and and for me the the older movies i would say are a little bit more intriguing to me because of just the for the time frame that they were made the weaponry and the gadgets and things like that um were so futuristic that um and you know just kind of maybe um beyond a, of the the current times that have made it more interesting for me to watch those type of things and some of the stuff that went on, versus more recently and the things that don't seem to be real futuristic. Um, when it comes to the, you know, the weapons and the things like that. So, you know, and and I know there's a lot of people, a few people, some people out there that do like it and and really get into it and love the trivia and love the ins and outs and the intricacies of the movie. Uh, for me it's just you know it, there's just like everyone they're so predictable and um you know pretty much what's going to happen throughout it um and there's some twists and turns with it but um for me i guess it's just not enough um of a action i guess to really you know capture my attention but uh you know, just uh, hadn't had a chance to, to catch up with some of the people that I know and to get their take on it. But um, I know that some of the reviews haven't been that great of the new 007 movie, 007 movie. Um, but, you know, it was still fun. It was a great night to be able to, to uh, be in attendance of that opening and, and uh, to celebrate with some of those that are excited about that were excited or are excited about it. Um but uh it was just kind of an interesting um evening to be able to kind of gauge people's um fandom i guess that I was around and and just listen to them talk about it and and how that the, several of them had waited for many years um for the release of this one and and so uh, you know good for them and uh it's uh definitely uh um, that's that you know that that uh, series I guess or that m- movie line has had, um, you know so many, so many movies for so many years that uh, it you know, it'd be interesting to see where it goes into the future, um, but, uh, uh, nonetheless, that was um, uh, it was it was you know it was a good opportunity for me to to get out and see, um, a, a complete double oh seven movie for the first time. Um, finally, today we'll wrap things up with um, some interesting statistics, and it just something I really just haven't been able to wrap my mind around. And, and um, I guess I must not be um, obviously strong with uh, math and 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 finance and things like that. But and I and I apologize and, and shame on me for not noting where I I caught this. Um, I, I was thinking maybe. Um, it was a zero hedge one again, but um, not a hundred percent sure, but anyway, the statistics and this come from uh, the u s government uh, The article was originated around some uh, statistics that they had posted. It said fifty percent of all workers made thirty four thousand six hundred and twelve dollars uh, or less last year fifty nine percent made less than fifty thousand and eighteen percent. Um, of annual income, and only eighteen percent of U.S. workers made an annual income of fifty thousand or more. So that, and here's where, and not, and I get, I, I can't refute, I can't say, well, that's not true because I don't have proof. Okay, I, I can't prove it from a statistical standpoint, but what, what. Boggles in my mind what I can't grasp or get my mind around of is that houses, <clears throat> housing particularly, and and again you know I a lot of the things we attribute are local to our own areas and what we see, what I see, what you see on a daily basis, um, and, and what we see regionally or whatever, and, and and we talk to people in in our circles and our networking and whatever, but. When you look at housing prices at you know a, you know most decent uh, average i guess i should say homes or or you know in a three car garage okay um three car garage you know um, probably what i don 't know fifteen fourteen to eighteen hundred square feet maybe right around that ballpark um in that three hundred to um, 330 range. Okay, now obviously there's a little bit of difference. You got finished basement, but blah, blah blah blah, whatever. But in, in general, you're seeing that price range in that, you know, um, I would say that lower to to uh, mid, or yeah, mid 300s, and then you're looking at upper twos for two car garages in the same situation. You know, okay, so you got that going on. Um, then you 've got uh, vehicle prices, probably you know thirty thousand to fifty thousand and then uh, we talk about their statistics on student debt and raising kids and all of that so where i can 't see the application of that right now is where you know you see so much of this out there where people you know houses are going up. Um, you know constantly every day new houses being built um, in mass qu- quantities um, new vehicles um, people driving around newer vehicles around and such and 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 di- dining out and all those things and yet where's the sustainability of the the ink where's the income at that if if if, if Fifty percent, okay. If fifty percent of all U.S. citizens uh, are making less than, uh, you know, fifty thousand uh, a a year, okay, or fifty nine percent, I should say. So that's you know even greater, fifty nine percent and fifty some percent in that thirty four thousand a year. Then you know what are what are they doing to be able to afford? How are we uh, affording these expensive items on a, you know? And I I guess at the, at, at my conclusion of all that is that people are not saving for their retirement. Uh, Because, you know, you got, you're going to throw in some, your other bills that are, you know, uh, that you have on a regular basis And you're gonna have if you got kids, then then you got college, and then you probably got weddings and and all those things, and all those things are gonna add up. And it's I guess the conclusion has to be that we're just not preparing for retirement, and I think you know that is uh, completely dangerous. Now you know there's there's you got to find that balance you got to find the balance of you know li- being able to live and, and enjoy your life but you also have to be able to come up with something at some point what's your plan uh, are you going to work till you're 80 uh, that's assuming you're going to have good enough health to be able to do that uh you know or what is the you know what is your plan are you are, are you um relying upon uh You know, inheritances, um, that you're going to inherit some money from your family or whatever. Uh, It's just interesting, and I don't know why I I find it so, I guess, uh, uh, hard for me to, to get my mind around because it's just these numbers are just staggering. And... When you see statistics like this, and then you see what, every, what everyday life looks like, and one plus one doesn't equal two, it, it causes you to, to think about these things. I guess in my mind, I it, you know, it's like how how are people doing that? How are they being able to afford all these things on these low um, low wages? And it's just. I don't know. It's crazy. And I'm not, again, I've said this before um, that the companies that decide to figure out ways to pay their people um, better and treat them better, and that seems to be the recurring theme out there, that companies are, are, especially in this climate today where there is a, such a shortage of workers, that, there, that things need to be addressed if you're going to be. Viable and going to continue to see the growth that um, that you want to have, and I'm sure that many are waiting around for that pendulum to swing back where they're in control. But in the meantime, there are some major loss opportunities, and there's no guarantees you you would make it through that far. Uh, You know, always still continually seeing daily about businesses closing and businesses closing their hours and and making these adjustments because they can't find employees. I don't think that's going away anytime soon. And I mean, within the next 12 months. Uh, and can a, can a business sustain the next 12 months, you know, operating in that manner, or 24? I guess we shall see. Uh, but I think the other point is, is that, um, you know, where can you find that balance? And, you know, it, it, how do you find a f- affordable housing uh, if, if these housing prices continue to skyrocket up, for example? Um, I, I personally believe that is excessive. Some of these houses are seeing within the, the last uh, five years in our area are an increase of 10 to 14, 15% roughly in value. in value so it's it's just insane and it's not i don't I don't think some of these houses were worth that amount to begin with but yet yeah, people keep piling into these areas and keep piling into them and so they're figuring out ways to being able to afford those overpriced houses i guess But I also just saw before I started the podcast uh, um, an article again through uh, Zero Hedge talking about credit card use and savings being dwindled. And so, you know, we've got as a society and and guilty of that, you know, of, of trying to get some of that spending under control and, you know, getting back to Trying to at least partially plan for the future, uh, because that that is expensive, and prices are probably going to continue to go up there with um, these, uh, you know, uh, care for uh, full care facilities, nursing homes, et cetera. You know. So we need to keep we need to keep that in mind we need to be mindful of that so i hope I hope you're doing well. I hope you're staying healthy. hope you're staying out of trouble and uh we will talk to you next week.